Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Mm, you guys know that I am what I like to call a teaaholic. So one of my favorite brands at the moment, I feel like they have every herb out there in existence. The brand is called Buddha Teas. You also know I like to meditate. You also like to know that I like to t- make my tea while I'm meditating, or maybe that making tea is a pure meditation within itself. But a little bit about Buddha teas and why I love them so much is that they strive to create teas that do more than satisfy a thirst. Buddha teas uses fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. I know I'm enriched every single sip I take. The fresh organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural and in free form from chemicals, preservatives, and added flavoring. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So guys, on me, you can get 15% off by using code JBH15. So pick up a pack today and enjoy each sip that you take. On this episode, number 78, of the Just Being Honest podcast, I got the inside scoop from innovator and business maven himself, Christopher Gavigan, about how growing up in nature spurred his passion for creating the success of The Honest Company with Jessica Alba and the cultivation of his newest wellness brand, Prima. Something that I wanted to share from their branding page is a reality we all need to hear. Guys, we live in an intensely demanding time and our bodies and minds, well, they're feeling it. Prima is the brand that is asking you truthfully, how are you feeling? Really? Between stress, digital distractions, and endless demands on our time and energy, whether self-imposed or otherwise, it's a question most of us aren't taking the time to ask. And inevitably, day turns to night, and then it starts all over again. They feel us. They feel us. And, um... In all honesty, they feel it too. 
What you need is a trusted partner in this modern chaotic world and an awakening in wellness and balance. Are you with me? Guys, we all do. So Prima is starting an uprising and it all starts with a simple act, self-care. Did you know stress is intimately connected to five out of six leading causes of death? And an estimated 75% to 90% of all of our doctor visits are for stress-related issues. Guys, stress simply cannot be the status quo. What I like from Prima is that they mention it's time to embrace the fact that self-care isn't selfish. When you take care of yourself, you're a healthier, happier person. And guys, that has a better dramatic impact on those around you, everyone. Guys, Prima is scientifically proven powerful, powerful self-care. And they are on a mission to unlock the science of being well by creating real everyday tools to help from content and personalized support to superior quality products made with clean, potent ingredients, tools that empower you to meet the demands of life with more resilience, more energy, more balance, and a better you. Guys, Prima welcomes you to basically the future of wellness. You are here to be an uplifter. It's time to rise and believe in better Prima believes that it is time to prove that self-care is health care. It's time to reclaim health, happiness, connectivity, and challenging stress as the status quo, as I said before. So let's dive in deep. Let's dive in deep together. Let's be vulnerable and let's do this together. Let's make a change. You just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Here we go. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Okay, so I want to give you a little warning. I am in my, well, what I would like to call my new little home because this place that I'm interviewing our next guest is the cutest thing on earth. It's got you know, you know when you put your like fingers into a square position and you pretend like you're taking a picture? Are you, am I dating, aging myself here? Anyways, we've got that much of a view of the ocean. It's beautiful outside today. Stunning, not a cloud in the sky. So um, guys, this is your health, health, woo! Health and lifestyle coach, KB. And I've got a great guest on today. I'm at his new office here in downtown Santa Monica. It's the height of summer, complete height of summer. And um, before I introduce him, I kind of want to share his background. Do you guys know what The Honest Company is? Raise your hand. I can see you. So The Honest Company, everything, basically health wellness oriented. I think of the, the cute little the baby diapers, the, the lotion that I actually used today, you know, the fun patterns and prints, and basically the whole like ethics behind the brand. And I believe, well, me personally, that's how I purchase anything in life. But going beyond that, I think that's kind of like the trend. I hate to say trend, 
but the way that we are moving on towards. It's self-care, but it's also being aware of the ethical standards of what type of self-care practices you're using. So my guest is Christopher Gavigan. And wow, I feel like I'm on a game show host. This is great. Um, he was one of the founders of The Honest Company with Ms. Jessica Alba. And he has this new brand out here that is, may I say, it's like, it's stunning. If you look at the product first, you would be like, what's it all about? Like, am I going to a spa? And pretty much so. You're gonna also be going to a spa life of just like self-awareness too, because I'll let him basically tell a little bit more about the product. But the brand name is Prima. I wanna roll my R's there. That. Prima. Um, but Christopher, welcome to the JBH podcast. Thank you, Catherine. I'm super psyched to be here. And yes, we are in the cutest, sweetest little room <sighs> in a 1905 downtown Santa Monica building. The oldest building in Santa Monica is only three doors down. That's 1867. And so we're only a few years after that. And old original hardwood Ugh. floors and exposed beams it's stunning it's really a special place and we're so excited that this is our new prima headquarters i love it it's literally like okay so it's like a hole in the wall because i'm walking down the street i'm like looking for the address and it's a bam right there and like <laughs> it's so new to you guys that you have like a little whiteboard yeah a whiteboard. on there i'm like it's here i'm half blind today but i can still see it so cute. I had to like say swordfish to get in here. Awesome. <laughs> but um, so jumping on that, I always like to start with my guests and like jumping back to their upbringing. Okay. How were you raised? So like where were you raised first off? Where were you born and raised? Are you uh, a California boy? I am not a California boy. I was born and raised in the, on the East Coast, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, was where I was born. I, uh, for the first eight years of my life, I was raised on Long Island, so 20 miles east of New York City in a town called East Norwich, which was right near Oyster Bay. And so a really Oyster Bay where my hero, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, was born and raised as well. And then we moved up to Connecticut. So I was in Connecticut till um, eight through 18, and then came out to be a California boy and did my undergrad at Santa Barbara. So. <gasps> That was no, a big seismic shift for me because I had never come west before that. Yeah, okay, so let's stop here. So the worlds are colliding between us because not only do we have multiple like acquaintances and friends that brought us together, and yes. I believe that everything, you know, be, being an intuitive myself, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Energy is energy. And so my mom just moved out to Santa Barbara. I know how magical of a place that is. And for you as a young boy to go out there, truly life-changing. I mean, health, wellness, smiling people, just like community. I mean, you, you think about um, energetic and watershed moments in your life. And yeah. that was absolutely one of them because I was... I was a boy that, again, in Connecticut, we had this small woodland stream in front of our house and that was my communing with nature. We'd go out there and quote unquote explore. My mom, there are four boys in my family. So my mom would be like, boys, get outside, run, play, you know, do whatever you need. And she would ring the bell, literally ring a bell. Dinner time. For dinner time. And so that was my connectivity to nature. So really intimate Eastern woodland. And so then coming West and I mean, literally driving across the country and going over the Rockies and through the Sierras and being like hit with 
the the Pacific Ocean and all things California, mountain, sea, and and that that riparian woodland habitat of the oak of the oaks of Southern California, specifically um, Santa Barbara. I was just enthralled and incredibly impassioned by what I saw and who I was with, and just the openness of the people. So oh, the openness of hey, we are here to optimize our lives. We're here to become better humans. Mm. And every single day, how you caretake for your body and caretake for the environment, which is the, the place you live and where you're both dwelling as a human in the home as well as the local surrounding um, ecology, that was really, really important for me. Yeah, so what, okay, first off, how many kids were in, in your family? There are four boys. I was number three of four. Oh my gosh. Your my mom poor is such mom, a... she's the same. Yeah, no kidding. She doesn't remember anything, but she's the same. <laughs> she's like, oh, you guys were she was great. Like, great, you were good boys. You're like, and I was the best. <laughs> um, so going out to Santa Barbara from the West, what took you out there? I mean, obviously you probably visited the college before, but like, what were you diving into like study-wise? Or were you just, did I, you just want to go surfing? No, no, no. I specifically went because Santa Barbara was in 1969 there was a big oil spill in Santa Barbara right. so you have oil lapping up on the beaches of this pristine community and Santa Barbara rallied together in 69 was was part of the group and collective of people that inspired the 1970 Earth Day movement mm -hmm. and then in, in the early 70s they started the um, environmental sciences program there mm -hmm. at UC Santa Barbara and so I went there specifically for the environmental sciences. I went specifically for, um, and what I loved about them is they were looking at environmental health, not only the sciences of, but environmental health is how the human body collides with nature mm -hmm. and what happens. So the good and the bad. And um, I was fascinated with how, how do I best treat my body? Yes, nutritionally, what do I put in it? But what are some of the both positive and negatives, the toxicants that could cause harm, but what, how do we caretake our bodies and elevate them? And optimize them in specific ways, and they were, they were leaders in the in the space at the time, and they continue to be such a thoughtful group and doing the research, and really bringing in the hardcore um, life sciences as well as a physiology and bio biological sciences to really understand that. So I was driven and brought out by the environmental sciences. That is, I mean. First of all, so mature to even think that way. I would never think like an 18-year-old boy <laughs> to be like, I want to, you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously. It was, I, it was funny because I just, um, I knew it was something I was drawn to and I had to do it. And my grandfather, um, who was in the Navy and was incredibly fit, he was always a proponent of following your passion. And, mm -hmm. and I just appreciated his attentiveness to his both physical body, his emotional self, as well as his respect of all things natural, wow. and um, and for some, I mean, going out to Santa Barbara and you you see that space and you see that school, it's hard to say no to that. And oh, so yeah. I worked so so hard to get there, and um, I was, I mean, changed, obviously it changed my life. Changed your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Because you know, going from then on out, then you're you know. I want to know how'd you get back down to LA? Yes. You know, because you're in Santa Barbara, a lot of people do stay there. They stay. So you yeah. have this amazing degree yeah. in environmental sciences, yeah. and, you know, with the health of all of that, and then bam, moving out, right? So yes. what's the next step? So I went up to Santa Cruz. I worked in an outdoor education school. And so this is teaching ecological sciences to um, young adults, so um, sixth through ninth graders. 
and really fascinating in the sense that they would come over from the San Joaquin Valley. So mm -hmm. they were, this is in Santa Cruz, they would come over from the valley and this is the, with the San Joaquin School District. And sadly, a lot of these kids, I mean, they were, I'm 22 at the time, and these kids that are coming over are 10 through 11, 12, and they're sick. Asthma, learning disabilities, um, early onset um, uh, uh, delays in behavior and behavioral uh, functioning. The, the school was, is, was up over um, and, and really trying to discover and understand mm. why. And so they would come in and they would learn about this, but as, a, as an observer, I was I'm teaching about redwoods and repairing habitats and like looking at and kissing banana slugs. Basically earthing. Earthing. Yeah. And these kids were sick. And so I decided to go back to school at that time. I, I mean, I finished the year out and come back to school and really understand why were these kids so sick. I mean, yes, I understood a lot of it is what you were eating and a lot of the pesticide exposure that those families, particularly fence line families and kids that were um, of the, the migrant and the, the Spanish American population were experiencing. But I was just fascinated with the fact that, that no one was really talking about it and no one was really addressing it in school. And um, I wanted to do uh, this more holistic um, methodology or how do I bring people into a small, very one-on-one -on -one intimate format where I could be a therapeutic companion and a partner in their process and work in a, in a much more um, intense way with families with sick kids because you've got usually the scholastic and education group, you've got the parent group, you've got the doctor group, but no one was really linking all them together and then who's really being the holistic thinker around um, what are we putting in on and around our body? Yeah. And um, so I decided to come down to UCLA and, and uh, do my master's here in, in uh, child and family psychology because ultimately what I found was you can have the content, you can have the data, you can have the quantitative um, metrics around what is happening and what some of these toxicants and some of these things were. But until you could really teach about them in a way that people were porous and behaviorally wanted to make the change, so it's really tone and manner. And any brand, any human like yourself, the way you show up and the tone and manner you, which you deliver your message is incredibly important. And yeah. so how you connect, how you talk, what, how you express yourself, and how you specifically treat people is incredibly, incredibly powerful if you do it in a positive way, right? We don't remember what people say, we only remember how they make us feel. Exactly. And so I was really fascinated with that dynamic and felt like, and I, I not that I needed a, 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 a master's degree in that, but I really, it was really, really powerful that the fact that if you could do anything in this world, if you can manage a relationship well, mm -hmm. and the power of the relationship is incredibly important. You know, and it's so true. And a lot of people don't find out that huge message until, you know, kind of like later than Too you know, late. later on. Right. And they don't even realize, or some don't even want to realize that, you know, that words don't matter all the time, yeah. um, you know, considering the circumstance. Yeah. But that, as we were talking about before, energy, energy, like you can have a connection with someone. I could have a connection with, um, you know, some random Steve guy over there, you know, on the street. And it could just be like very energetically, like I could be behind him and have a connection, you know, but it's all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you wanting to start with basically the roots, yeah. the root cause, you're growing this thing all together. So you got um, your master's from yep. UCLA? Yeah. Okay, so you got your master's. And, I, and, I, and I, wanted, I wanted to get into the family. I wanted to understand 
because that, obviously that you started with the family, you started with who you were and where you came from yeah. and why. And I wanted to get into that that parent dynamic because a, a child is typically a representation of the parents' choices mm -hmm. and how they're acting and behaving and choosing. Yeah. In many, 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 many different ways. Yeah. Um, from the moment of conception and on. Yeah. Um, and how you how mom treats her body. Yeah. How mom what is mom choosing to put inside of her body? Yeah. Um, we can really impact health, and people have a hard time really wanting to lean into that concept, but that's true. And how you treat a human being early on, we are we are, we are the barometers of our experiences and representations of that. And so I I think it's very powerful. I don't have all the answers. I just wanted to see if I can influence it. I wanted to see if I could be a participant and a an observer and a catalyst for both positive action in that, and and in particular in how we how we choose. And how we look at both, not not look at the symptoms, but look at the systems of our lives. Mm. And I think that that was really a powerful concept for me. And um, and, and it really has influenced how I've, um, the course of my career. Well, in the course of my life. life. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how many kids do you have? I have four children. And uh, how many boys, how many girls? I have a, one boy, Luke. He's 11, and mm -hmm. then three girls. Eve, who's... <laughs> you got the opposite spectrum. Exactly. Eve, who's uh, eight. Poppy, who's seven. And oh. Josephine, who's three. Poppy's my nickname. Is my mom right? calls me Poppy. Oh my God, I love that. Um, for unique reasons. But anyways, um, so moving on from that, you're doing psychology, family psychology. Mm -hmm. And how did you move on from that to being more like entrepreneur mind? Yeah. So I went, I parlayed that into, there's a, there was a nonprofit that I was tracking and looking at and being um, a volunteer and supporter of called Healthy Child, Healthy World. At the time they were called Children's Health Environmental Coalition. And they had a horrible brand position, mm -hmm. but they were doing, um, their, their story and the work they were doing was incredibly powerful. The story was um, Jim and Nancy um, Chuda, unfortunately had, uh, they had a daughter who was named Colette, a thriving five-year-old until she uh, contracted a tumor called Wilms tumor and eventually died. And so the um, this form of cancer is specifically linked to a pesticide exposure. And Nancy was had an extreme pesticide exposure when um, Colette was in utero when they decided to um, treat the home for pests and insects. And so the work that this uh, organization was doing was collecting and aggregating and pulling all the data out of medicine and academia and research. So working with Mount Sinai and working with um, Stanford and, and Berkeley and trying to get the data of environmental health outside of academia and outside of medicine and bringing it to the public. So how do we translate it? How do we popularize it? So what's the tone and the manner of the content? And Jim and Nancy, uh, a powerful, powerful couple, and I, I just was really, really um, passionately connected to what they were trying to do. And so I said, I want to be part of your organization. I'll take it over. I want to rebrand it, and I want to really make this a national organization. I want to make relationships with WebMD and Whole Foods and Target and really bring this and popularize this. Our job, as any as any nonprofit leader is, and, and intention is, is to make it as big as possible because it's an impact play. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was we um, we reconfigured the organization, uh, the, the founding board was still there and really trying to amplify the message. 
And at the time there, I wrote a book called Healthy Child, Healthy World, same name, same name of the organization, creating a cleaner, greener, safer home. Yes. And it was a, it's a, it's been a fabulously and humbly a, a very popular and best-selling book. And that book and that platform, but that it's really what the content of the organization was was allowed me to really connect to parents around the country and really around the globe. And you lead people, particularly the parents that who is the most activated in understanding and gathering information and nesting, but also trying to decipher and understand who to trust and what to really believe. And the way they are pulling information and changing their behavior is really fascinating opportunity. In life and in death, you are most willing to change behavior when someone becomes sick mm-hmm. and when you're having giving birth to a new child. It's like emergency. Plus right? this. Exactly. Right. This is it. We can do yeah. it. We can change. And a parent is willing to do anything. And so you give them the facts and you give them the reason to change and you give them enough of the context around certain things that can harm or cause an impact to their baby's health they they'll do anything mm-hmm. but you have to give it to them in the right way and so time and time and time thousands of times over over again the parents would come to me and say oh my god you you alerted me you excited me i have a great moment of awareness but i'm equally parts in a in a state of paralysis um tell me what to buy please just tell me what to buy because it's about buying things. It's about pulling this environment and this nesting world around this child. And it's not always about buying things. You can't shop your way around problems. But it's certainly your behaviors and certainly the things that you put in and around that child are going to impact their health, especially in the first five years. Yeah, for sure. And so um, that, that plea, that demand, that request of tell me what to buy from so many parents really, really was the impetus for The Honest Company. Um, I met my business partner, um, Jessica Alba. She came to my book launch party. And she said, oh my God, I read your book. And People Magazine had hosted this party because we had Michelle Obama in the book and oh. Dr. Harvey Karp and Gwyneth was in the book. We had all these great voices to tell their stories as parents. Yeah. And, um, and Jessica walked in and she was incredibly, she had just had a horrible allergic reaction to a laundry detergent. Yeah. Um, the baby brand that her mom told her to use. And she's like, wait, why am I breaking out in hives? And what's going to happen to my child? Right? More sensitive skin, right? right? And so we we worked nights and weekends on the brand and created, it was called The Project, and then it was called The Honest (laughs) Company. And then, then, you know, ultimately we raised some money and we sprinted to a launch and launched with 17 products because it was, it was this, the consumables that I was most fascinated with. The, 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 the cleaning and the, the care of home, the care of the body, so the personal care and skincare set, and then the diaper. The diaper sits on the baby 24 hours a day for three plus years of their life. So yeah. what's in that diaper? And if you pull that thing apart and validate and verify what's inside. Has it been bleached? Or? Super questionable practices. Yeah. And so, again, you take my fervor and excitement for all things NGO and, and and mission and purpose and you blend that with a products company and this company needs to create standards and this company needs to drive impact and needs to challenge the incumbents and really needs to move the marketplace and and do it in a way that is ethical and is responsible and is well sourced and is clean and safe and non-toxic and 
that was the intention and has been the intention of the brand and I'm and a brand that I'm so so power, um, passionate about and incredibly proud of because that standard because that honest standard is truly engendered into the, deeply in the DNA and that's why we started and uh, it's been a phenomenal brand and a ride and a and, and certainly something that if we look back on it the the seismic shift that is yes. caused in the marketplace, particularly in that family home baby set, has been incredibly cool. I completely, I was gonna kind of just say that because um, I remember when I first discovered Honest Company, I was at the pool back, because I'm from Kansas, so I'm mm -hmm. Kansas girl. That's why like all the, all the Western, trans, I love that's that. why all the transplants always kind of like magnetize they together, yeah, sure. right? Um, so I was at the pool and my friend, I mean, this was years ago and, and she was like, try this new, you know, it sounds silly, try this new sunscreen. It's by the Honest Company. You can buy a subscription and blah, blah, blah. And then, I you know, that. first, and I was like, oh wow, it's like not greasy and you know, stuff That's like that. So base, yes. I will always remember that moment. I love that. But I love no, that. it is, it did cause a seismic shift yeah. because not only was it like kind of one of the most you know, prevalent things out there that, or brands out there that, you know, was clean to actually feel safe to put on your body, to like yeah. have in your home, have under your sink, what have you. But it also was targeted to like the mass market. Yeah. The mass market could afford it. That's exactly right. You know, it wasn't at like a and, high and, cost and, store. And that was, that's still, the, the brand still, I give us um, a lot of credit because the, our job was to be accessible. Right, I can make you a laundry detergent and or, or a shampoo for $25, that's easy. Yeah. Can I make it affordable that mom and dad in, in Kansas or Peoria, Illinois can afford and is willing to afford and willing to stretch just enough because obviously they care, but they want the best for their child. Exactly. And, um, and the wrong ingredients and the sourcing and the, and, the, and the purity and the quality that's gone into that product, it, it's not about pulling pennies out. It's about putting dollars and cents in because you have to invest in quality ingredients. I mean, look, you're you're essentially a raw ingredients company. Yeah. Where are you sourcing? What's inside? What's the formulation science? Um, and is it is it effective? And is it safe? That's really the conversation that's happening in the, in the consumer space or wasn't at the time. I mean, this is, again, we're just under eight years in and that brand has, has really challenged and 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 properly uh shifted the marketplace i mean this it's it's something that i'm so proud of so proud of. now was it something like that you could wake up every single day obviously and be like i'm doing something right for the world mm -hmm. i'm doing something right for even like <laughs> i bring it back to nature because yeah. i always think about like if you have to put something down the sink you know, what's going into yeah. our oceans, yes, what's so going important. into where everywhere. So, so it's something that you can wake up and like feel so completely like 100% like I'm doing an okay thing. Yeah. Um, and also because you have children too, and also because they have friends and they bring it around and then they influence those friends. Yes. They influence the parents. It's just a whole like, right. Tumble, like if you're going to put, right. If you're going to put it, oh my God, I remember with my first son, I mean, honest, had just launched, he was born in 2007 and Honest had launched in 2012, and I remember thinking about like all the little things that you can't see, right? The hidden dangers, and you're cons I mean, as a parent, you're so frenetic about the small things that ultimately, you know, you have baby two, three, four, you're, it, it becomes 
like, oh my God, why did I care so much? <laughs> I was but, the third child, I get it. Right, but <laughs> but, the, but you're story. as a parent, you're just you just you're just educating yourself, and you're being so hyper attentive to things that you don't you never knew you cared about, yeah. and and I act like that. I am like ridiculously obsessive. Yeah, you um, must be a Virgo. I no, I'm Aries, but oh, I, well. I but I get but I but I I'm proud of that hyper particular nature. Um, because I feel like that, I mean, look, you were, we're here to create a legacy. We're here to create a shift in, in, in the universe. And I think that there is a, there's a reason that people have that, that, that churn and that drive and that, that crazed mentality for some reason. And for me, I, I really believe that part of that purpose and part of that, um, that drive was to, and is to shift, um, just people's awareness and being more attentive to, because you outsource your trust all the time. You look at store shelves, you're like, oh my God, I must be safe. It's sitting on Target's shelf. Or no. it has someone's face on it. Right, exactly. And yeah. no, that's not the case. Well, it looks pretty. Right. Like, there's no guardian at the gate. There's no regulatory environments like FDA and USDA. And, uh, I mean, they're barely policing the marketplace, mm-hmm. but they're policing it. They're not like guardians. They're not, there's no regulatory, oh my God, pass these through these. Um, these hurdles in order to have a product sitting in store shelves. No, I mean, there's guidelines and some principles and some, some levels of, of, uh, frameworks, but nothing as rigorous as, as the consumer believes. Yeah, exactly. I know they actually, there are, I mean, the FDA approves, you know, certain chemicals, like, like there are still chemicals in there. And, and I, I still find myself as a consumer, you know, looking in the back of the label because I, wish I knew more of the, what I call the foreign language of the long words. The unpronounceables. Lean, you know, like whatever it is, you know, excellent lean. Well, that, whatever. That, and then, then you have, again, but who's the brand? Who's, who, what's the science? And what, the, because I always felt like I, I wanted the, it was funny because Jessica and I would talk and she'd advocate for the front of the label and it needs to be beautiful and well designed and I 100% am so aligned with her on that. But I always, was the huge, huge advocate for the ingredients list. Like what, again, I want someone to shift this bottle around and that's going to be the best part of the product. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the, that's going to be the reason why people buy mm-hmm. is because they're going to see and understand that the, what it's formulated without mm-hmm. and what it's formulated with and why. Like, if you could tell that story, that's a powerful one. Yeah, and that's honestly why I created Just Being Honest because yeah. I wanted to kind of be the squeaky wheel about entrepreneurs or even athletes out there, kind of like what their upbringing's like, their stories, all this hand in hand about like basically energetic and also product out there about what we're using. Like a man I just had on last week was about, he invented this thing called the blue box air that cleans the coils of air conditioning systems. Same thing, you know, like bacteria, all this stuff. But we've got to get this stuff out there and we've got to, you know, listen, hello, hello, I'm here, you know, like just being honest, you know, this is what we need to tackle on. And it's, yeah. it's just, again, with those like foreign language words on the back of the labels that we can't pronounce, you know, don't turn a blind eye. Cause as a consumer, sometimes I still want to do that just because of the packaging. But then I'm like, no, it's got a foreign language on it. Like I can't pronounce it. It's not good for me. Cause our skin is our largest organ, yeah. you know? That's exactly right. So we're moving on. Yeah. Prima. Yes. 
Now we're on to Prima. You influenced yourself yes. to move on to Prima, and I want you to share with us kind of like that catalyst. Yeah, so I, um, again, I, I am a geek on the science and geek th- on all things um, as it relates to our biological systems and our cellular systems and how we are put together and how we can influence our own health. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, on the on the systems level, and our body's incredibly. We have thirteen um, independent systems: a circulatory system and skeletal system, and uh, neurobiological systems. And I, I I think that the way that I got most excited about it because I sit on the board of Mount Sinai and have for the last decade. Um, so in two thousand nine, I heard about cannabinoids and cannabinoid science, and cannabinoids these compounds that are found in our bodies um, that we natively and, and um, uh, at, at our most visceral level we make in our, in our cells um, but we also we have high concentrations in plants and particularly into the, in the cannabis plant it exists and so um, Mount Sinai has been doing work on understanding how cannabinoids impact opioid addiction and how you tie people off and how you manage pain and pain perception in the body are through two systems, cannabinoids and opioids. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I've been tracking it for a long, long time. Uh, I've been an active user in cannabinoids, um, particularly, uh, obviously not the psychoactive or the intoxicating ones like THC, but all the others. And so in the cannabis plant, there's two branches. There's the hemp side and then there's the marijuana side. Mm The hemp side is sober, it's botanical Mm -hmm. um, in nature, but it's the botanical cousin of it. And I have been fascinated if you really pull that plant apart, if you look at just the hemp plant alone and how powerful and how misunderstood and how stigmatized and and how mysterious it has been and the political and social stigma has gone under for the last hundred years is really, really fascinating to me. So these emerging markets, but it's emerging in the sense that the science is still broadly and vastly just therapeutic potential, right? We don't have that much data on it. Um, and so I really leaned into the what and the why of it and who, and who was involved and why were they getting involved. And I was excited because the therapeutic potential, again, this idea that we can manage and modulate and influence how our body truly communicates with the, with itself and this endocannabinoid system this body system that we have that was only discovered 25 years ago that 90 plus percent of all doctors don't even know about it's not taught about in medical traditional medical institutions just like nutrition <laughs> just like nutrition um, and how in a world where we can influence our health through this body system because it is so, so broadly interconnected. It's this lar- the largest cellular receptor mm-hmm. network and system inside of our bodies. Mm-hmm. So it's linking connective tissue and neural um, stem and functionality and the circulatory systems and organ function and digestive tissues and, and uh, endocrine functions. It's really, really vast. And I get excited because the research is emerging, but millions and millions of dollars within pharmaceuticals, within CPG, 
with NGOs are being thrust into this area because we have found and are discovering in, in early days how broadly and vastly impactful it is into the body. Um, and if you look at, even just look at the 2003 patent by the US government that is taken out for cannabinoids on, it, the US government patented cannabinoids in 2003 for as neuroprotectants and antioxidants. Hmm. So hmm. they've known about it, we have known about it, the, the directional we has known about it, but has bro broadly been still stigmatized. And so I won't, we won't have to get into the criminalization of marijuana and cannabis, but it's a, it's a thing. And, and there are many, many reasons why, many, many theories on why, but I lean into the well-being and the wellness side of it, mm -hmm. that you've got the side of the recreation and adult use and the marijuana side, but you've got the hemp side, which is really around wellness and well-being and caretaking our body systems. Mm -hmm. and, and so Prima is a, is a collection of content and education and a platform of product to, that really, again, much like what I've done with Honest and, and Healthy Child, Healthy World was pull in the best science and research and the best voices in, in, in academia and medicine, bring them together create a knowledge base and really drive the, the sense of credibility and trust in the space mm. and understand what it is, understand what needs to be discovered yet mm -hmm. and what it isn't. It's not snake oil, it's not a panacea, it's not a cure-all, it's not anti-cancer, but it is a very, very powerful compound. Mm -hmm. And if the molecules can be both harnessed and packaged and put into products and put into things that we can put inside of our bodies and on our bodies, we can, we can shift our health. Um, and that is my intent um, because I think Prima has such a broad based platform to really be a master brand of, again, of credibility and quality and trust, but of something that really is a participant in not only healthcare and not only beauty, but really well-being. Yeah. I think the word of wellness and wellness is being thrown around all over the place. But and what does it mean? And it, and it doesn't feel personal. But well-being is per the personal expression of all things being well. Yeah. So let me interrupt you on that. So with Prima, um, when you were saying like wellness, well, well, I guess yeah, wellness is probably more thrown out there yeah. more. But. Um, 2019 has been such a dramatic, Fact. dramatic time, but also a dramatic time of people trying to be more aware mm -hmm. of themselves mm -hmm. and trying not to feel selfish of it. So self-care yes. and mental health. Yes. And I believe, you know, with cannabis, with CBD being so apparent, people are literally like diving, lurching here and there. Wait, it has CBD in it? But they're A, not knowing exactly the uh, terms of CBD. That because, can be started. Yeah, exactly. It can be, there can be different forms of CBD, you know, as we talked about with THC, that's more of like the marijuana-esque. Yeah. Um, but CBD, like it can be clean, it can be dirty, you know, so you have to know the basically the source of where it's coming from. So sourcing transparency, and that's what you guys are basically sharing. All about, I mean. But the other thing is, Prima, I wanna say with your packaging, because I love packaging, is that you are trying to also create this world and this community of A, sourcing transparency, but also B, 
trying to show that it isn't a dirty thing, but it's more about something that you want to show off in your yes. bathroom. Maybe when you are giving yourself self-care time, yeah. you know, washing your face, giving yourself self-massage, um, you know, on a vacation, what have you. So, um, thank you I for noticing that. that. I really appreciate that because it is, it is the integrities and the ethics of the brand, um, and how they show up mm-hmm. and uh, really what are they telling you and how are they, do they have the rigor and the institutional knowledge mm-hmm. to really put yes. something inside of a bottle? Yeah. Like the level of qualities and standards of practices and the, the rigor it takes to really do that well is incredibly hard. And I have learned and I've, I've learned both positive and negative but I've learned that it you need to work with experts mm-hmm. and you need to understand your source. I mean, we uh, we are a single origin story around our hemp. We know exactly the field is coming from. I know exactly the 120 acres it is. We're going up there in sem- September for the next harvest. We nice. know our farmers. They're fourth generation organic farmers. We know that we're getting organic certified now. So the again, you need to know. And so if you pick up a Prima product, every product has a QR code and any smartphone of today that people have in their pockets and hands, can you pull up your camera, it reads the QR code natively and it brings you right to this, our testing and batching. And the testing and batching shows you purity, potency, and pollutants. So it shows you what's inside. It gives you a look inside and, and, and the what's inside is what matters. Because as you said, um, hemp is a, a phenomenally powerful plant, but it's also a bioaccumulant. So it pulls up heavy metals and incidentals from the soil. Mm-hmm. And so if it's pulling up, depending on where it's grown, the soil health is important, but if it's pulling up heavy metals out of the soil and then depositing that in your product, that is not a healthy thing. Yeah. Or if the, the, the companies, I mean, not to shine any shade on people, but the companies really need to do know, know what they're batching because kitchen chemistry and, and batching this in small batches is not safe because you don't have the rigor around microcontamination and mitotoxins and bacterial mm. contamination can really, yeah. really harm you. Yes. Uh, so how are you preserving it? If it's a, a, anything that has water has life. So, you know, it, that keeps me up at night. The industry it is still in a very young emerging phase. And so I really wanted to drive some industry standards, uh, drive some knowledge, drive some sharing, drive some, like, again, some, uh, some un- uncompromised sensibility into we need to know what to do and what to say and also what to put inside and how do we teach our 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 consumer base because they are vulnerable every customer every population every consumer is a vulnerable population the fda sees it like that and so do we and so we have to be incredibly incredibly we have to be stewards of that quality and so you also talked about the beauty side of things because what I saw, what I observed, and what got me excited outside of like, oh my God, I could create a better, safer, healthier product, but I also can create something that becomes more accepted by the, the generalized public because, again, people are in pain, they're seeking, they're looking for solutions for their stress, particularly their stress and their level of digital addiction, but they're looking for um, solutions and just feeling more connected and in touch and in tune with their bodies and also, their, their sleep uh, and sleep hygiene 
and also had their pain management and their localized and musculature and joint pain. And they're not going to lean into a product or a company if it doesn't look like it's an elevated experience and if it's aspirational. So it's, and for me, it was, I love the, the challenge and I feel like we've done a good job, but I love the, the creative and the design challenge of creating a brand that was both new and fresh and modern and, and youthful, but also felt historic and, and expected and safe and known. And so threading that line has been a great, great um, design and brand mm. challenge. Because as a brand architect, that's what you're doing. You're telling mm -hmm. a story. You're telling a visual story. You're telling a, uh, a certainly a, a story of feeling and emotion and intent. But you're also showing that visually, it's who's it, who's your audience, mm -hmm. male and female, 18 year old and 78 year old. So you've got to you've got to really balance all of that nuance, and that's been that's been fun. We've had a very non traditional path in our design and yeah. our. Our creative execution because I've I've really wanted to push on the boundary of that and do it the right way yeah I completely see that I actually my degree is in international business and merchandise marketing fashion oh design oh my god so I've taken many consumer behavior classes many marketing classes of building the nest with your brand who is Hallmark of course that was always a then I'm like I know and people are like it sounds like a grandma you know but it's the same thing, yeah. Prima. Who's Prima? Like, yeah. if you see Prima walking down the street, what's your personality? Who's Prima? And I see her. She's got like, you know, these like natural like eyebrows. <laughs> you know, she's mystical a little bit, yes. but she's like put together. Her house is very wabi sabi. You know, she's love chill. It. I love she's it. chill, but she's with it. You know, um, and she she really really believes in the finer things in life. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, and, and it's a strength of character. Yes, and she and she's vigilant and committed, yet soft and 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 vulnerable and willing when she needs to be. Yeah. So that that persona and that that position of her and of, of that consumer set and that brand personalities, as you know, is is so so important to yeah. get it right early. Oh yeah. I mean, you can micro, that's your demographic. Oh my god, the the micro pivots can happen over time, but. You need to get that right early. So we've yeah. done a ton of consumer insights work, just listening and trying to understand. And but ultimately, a brand is a representation of you. Yeah, and right? it's, it's like what you're creating because yeah. it's not there on the market. Yeah, right. it's the and white T-shirt. Right. And so I've got two phenomenal partners, Jessica Asoff and Laurel Myers, and um, and I feel like with their background and um, the collective discovery and our understanding of both the pedigree of what we bring and also what we hope to build and what we hope to see and how we challenge ourselves in that process. The two year plus process has been, has really birthed and allowed this brand to emerge in such a really fantastic way. We're only, I mean, we're uh, two and a half months in into the platform. We're six weeks into the product launch. Um, and we've seen such a phenomenal um, excitement for the brand and, and receptivity yeah. for the brand. So it's been, Awesome to see. More to come, believe yeah, me. I, I mean, so. like, you have such the right mindset behind everything, you know, and especially like, you know, your charisma for everything. Like, you believe it, like, it's gonna happen, and it is happening, you yeah. know? And also, like, with the thing of it, you know, you are speaking out there about stress, too. I think that's like the whole big thing of why people actually do use, you know, yeah. CBD or yeah, what have do. you, or drink those type of teas or yes. hemp in their life because of stress and 
you are creating that, again, self-care movement, you know, people are in aches and pains because of stress. It's that pent-up anxiety, whatever. This can help you relax and yes. you're all good. Yes, yes. You Our know? bodies hold it, right? In, in, oh. a, in a world where we're constantly being the onslaught of technology and media yeah. and the, the modern lifestyle is having is wreaking havoc on our body and our bodies can't handle it we're constantly in this sympathetic state and so bring this this system this ECS system is to help bring us back into a, a more parasympathetic a more relaxed a more in tune state and if that stress and that anxiety and that and that chronic onslaught of just being out of balance is our realities then we need support and there are ways to do it. There are certainly habits, and there are other. I mean, drinking water, getting great sleep, being in in a community of of of, of connection and, and relationship. But there are other tools, and and cannabinoids and and products like like Prima are ways to help manage that that stress and that reality for you because you need you need partners in that. It, you can't do it alone, especially in today's digital realities i mean no. yes if we lived in the mountains of the sierras and lived alone and but that's not our reality so. yeah only one week in a month exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so tell us about the products that you do have in the prima line so okay. far so we started um in in two specific categories or the way to look at it we we started with the skin so the topical application the body has both endocannabinoid system inside the bodies and inside our tissues and our and inside of our body but also uh, the endocannabinoid system expresses itself. CB1 and CB2 uh, receptors are a couple layers deep in the dermis. Mm -hmm. And so when we thought about that and how do we address um, inflammation in the skin, imbalances in skin health, um, redness, tone, texture, we thought of certainly the face and the neck. So we have a, a, a beautiful oil, 13 cold organic um, pressed oils and um, uh, meaningful levels of the hemp cannabinoids and that's a, a skin and facial treatment mm. and it's lovely because it's all around yes. skin balance and skin tone and texture and hydration so we have marula oil and neem and prickly pear mm. and it's a stunning stunning oil it's not too heavy people are, are really loving it no one's really loving it is yes we're getting a ton of um the a female set but a ton of men are loving it which i love um, again, um, <laughs> so it's really great to see, and we all know that oils are like the, the idea. Oh my God, oil in the face! No, the right oil the at the right weight is perfectly safe and really, really helpful and beneficial to the skin. So we have the night magic, which I love. Um, we have skin therapy, which is this body butter. So this very emollient mm. body butter. We went through fifty-eight specific redirects on the um, at the bench on getting this this body butter right. I'd be the test for that. Oh. I'm like seriously, you know, being a swimmer and stuff. Oh and my being god, from Kansas. I'm always like, I hate being dry. Oh and my so god, like, you are gonna love this because a lot of what's on the market right now are bombs and these oil-based bombs. And mm -hmm. so this is an anhydrous product or non-anhydrous product. This is um, a water product uh, that has a really nice whipped um, body butter feel, mm -hmm. driving a ton of moisture. Um, and uh, and great sebum balance, which is that fatty layer of, um, uh, that we all need in our skin. So we address the skin, and now we're also addressing the in, inside the body. And so we have 
two products that um, are, excuse me, one right now and one to launch in August, but one we have is called The Daily, and this has been our breakout hero. Mm. And The Daily is your daily dose of cannabinoids. It's 15 milligrams, but what we've done through all of our processes, but in particular this one, we have done a beautiful job at emulsifying it and micro-encapsulating the, the molecules and so that your body receives them as a water-soluble molecule. Cannabinoids are fat-soluble, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so putting it inside of another um, traditional oil format like a tincture mm -hmm. and putting it inside the body, inside your mouth particularly, you're hoping that the blood cells and blood vessels and oral mucosal absorption is gonna happen. Well, it doesn't happen at the level that you expect it to and traditionally is, is seen. And so some of the data and research we've shown is really, really low single digits of, of actually taking the body through an oil tincture or taking uh, cannabinoids through an oil tincture. So what we've done is we've brought it into a vegan soft gel, which is the first mm. in the market and we've microencapsulated it and then really optimize it for bioavailability and so that your body's actually pulling in a lot of those cannabinoids. So a 15 milligram cannabinoid, what we have heard is some of the, read some of the reviews online, but people are calling it their harmony vitamin. People are Joy. saying they're exactly, they're more connected and focused and in tune with their bodies. I take, um, I do a lot of intermittent fasting or intermittent eat and eating. And so the one thing that I do is I take that in the morning with my tea or sometimes I'll drink my coffee and that's all I have. And it's like, it, is, it gives me the level of focus and energy and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal um, Do you mix tool. it with any other herbs? No, no. It's I just, just that just 15 that, milligrams. Just, just 15 milligrams. Wow. It, has, it, has, it has black, um, black uh, pepper, clove, and turmeric in there mm -hmm. blended Great. with it. Yeah. Right, and so that what that does is also they uh, those terpenes act as solvents, so it, it creates and opens up pathways more for the cannabinoids, which is even better. Yeah. So we have that, and then we have um, we just launched two new products. We have a bath gem. Uh, people call bath bombs. I don't like the word bomb, so we're not going <laughs> to embrace that. And so we have um, Epsom salts and um, deep, deep sea minerals and 25 mm. milligrams of cannabinoids so and high levels of magnesium coming from those Epsom salts are really great yes. as a swimmer and athlete. And then we have a, a product called R&R, which is this deep musculature rub. Mm. So for um, aches and pains and discomforts and, and um, joint discomfort and just overall mitofascial inflammation, it's phenomenal so Does seven have menthol in it? it has menthol in it mm. so 750 milligrams so a really really high dose so one of the highest dose on the market uh people are flipping out over that one i just launched a week ago and um and when, then we have got these really cool botanical elixirs coming out so heads much. up come much 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 expressive that, that from an innovations perspective that's probably the most innovative because we've worked on a water soluble format so putting into water, juice, tea, coffee, smoothie, yogurt, so a beverage delivery system. Um, oh, it's gonna be a delivery mm -hmm. system. So it's gonna be single serving stick packs. Oh, got it. So very, so very similar to like, a, the, exactly the four sigmatics or the vital proteins of the world. Yeah. And um, that's what people are looking for though. Yeah, they're looking for the ease of use. They're looking for inside of a, a normal beverage that they're normally experiencing. Um, so we have one specifically for rest and sleep called Rest Easy. We have one for uh, brain cognition, really driving blood flow through the brain. Um, and these are all paired with fun functional botanicals. And so really trying to 
use the cannabinoids along with other fu functional plants and botanicals to help drive efficacy and performance. So mm -hmm. it's a really, I mean, your mom from a functional medicine perspective. You guys like, would have flipping like the best <laughs> we, conversation ever. We, we should leverage her for our formulation process. You should. She, you know, she's in Santa Barbara right now and her functional nutrition practice, she also has like this big balance between that, but it's also based on environmental practices. Oh my so God. it's like giving back. It's, it's the same thing I'll as have what to you talk were talking her. about. I mean, you guys would like, She's hilarious. Trip to Santa Barbara, let's go. Yeah, seriously, let's go. Um, but anyways, you guys, your platform, amazing. And it's not, it's it's the real deal. I mean, that sounds so nerdy to say, but it's the real deal. I mean, deal. We, we have over 75 pieces of original content on there because we want to teach and we want to like add the story, add the human element, add the, the doctor element, add the right level of context of this is what it is and this is how you can bring it to your skin and for discomfort but and also just other realities. We talk about human connection and loneliness and divorce on the platform. We need this. We, it's a, it's a, a broad base, hey, we're all in, we're all in silent survival mode. Let's connect, let's talk about it. Let's like really crack open the stigma around it and do our best to not only cope, but thrive. And yes. so Honest is about purity and prevention. This is really about prospering and this is really about purposeful healing and purposeful and, and intentional living. And, um, and that's, I feel like that is that functional um, and therapeutically minded mentality, really colliding healthcare with well-being. That's really where the the most exciting part of medicine and 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 wellness is right now. It's really coming back into to accepting your vulnerability and tapping yeah. back into your authenticity and just you know speaking your truth in all reality, speaking your truth. Because yeah. I agree, you know, like I, I can't wait to dig in to more of you know the platform and look at the website and see what people are saying because it is true. It's it's, you know, it's talking about everything as a whole. And yeah. just, you know, it, it does come back down to a product, but, but in all reality, it's a bigger message than that. Yeah. And I love it because this is exactly what we need. You already have a platform. You are already well known for the honest company. And so now you doing it right is the proper, the proper product to, to be out there I in all so. honesty. So keep so. going. Yes, I'm, I look at it and, and we're the first public benefit corp in the industry. So mm -hmm. we are. We have a, a charter around responsibility and 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 social impact, and really doing it with a level of of, of a high caliber around accountability, and really demonstrating what that means. We're um, a B Corp pending, so we'll be B Corp. They require a year worth of data and and, and discovery and um, and sharing. So we're trying to do it in a way where it's elevating not only us and not only the category, but the industry and other brand partners. And really, we're porous. We, we want people to call us. We want people to ask us questions. We want people to do deep, deep dive. We have nothing to hide because that's how we all get better. Mm -hmm. and, you know, much like we used to say at the Honest Company, the Honest Company, we're not, we're not the perfect company. And, and it's the same thing here. We are doing it because we want to lean into the level of, of around discover or the scientific discovery of what these cannabinoids can do but you know the level of research that's happening just in uh, in academia as well as in the and the general market pharmaceutical groups that I think in the next two to five years you're gonna see tremendous tremendous work because if you think about cannabinoid science you have 120 cannabinoids you have um, and all and 
of the 480 other molecules in there, you've got phenols and bioflavins and terpenes and all these other alkaloids and alkalides. You have all these other rich molecules and compounds that synergistically work together, but you also can pull them apart and isolate them for specific body needs. And so the world of, again, plant medicines and plant sciences is so, so darn exciting. Yeah, people look at me so funny when like on Instagram when I post like what I'm putting in a like I make tea in basically a saucepan like with like herbs like just herbs throw it in. What is that? I'm like it's my tea. You know? but, but but like the the idea that our bodies have coexisted and co-evolved with these plants and um, the fact that we have cannabinoids natively in our own body we create our own and they also exist in this plant and. Yes, other plants like black pepper and chocolate and cacao, but exist in, the, in other plants, and we get to supplement and help help ourselves because if we are in this world of stress and we're depleted, to help supplement and help bring our bodies back mm-hmm. in balance with these this plant methodology is is just seems step reasonable in, and yes. step in the right direction. Right, right. Yeah. So it's exciting. Okay. Well. My head is about to explode because I'm like, oh my gosh, and this and that. And I, I have so many questions that I could ask you and I keep going on and on, but I know your time is precious and we'll have to have you back on in the I'd future. I'd love to. Be really um, great. One more question. I'm ready. Christopher. Yes. What's your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? <sighs> my honest truth. Mm-hmm. My honest truth, I, I am in, I, I, I put myself through a lot. Like I, my own, my own internal um, dialogue typically rides really, really. Um, I, the word critical is the only word that's coming up right now, but it rides strong, and I expect a lot of myself. And I believe that um, with that expectation comes action. You need to do something like, for, for me, I have to, I have to be perpetually moving forward and optimizing both my world and my people and my tribe and my things around me. And again, it's a blessing and a curse, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And I have to do something. And if I'm not, I'm like my, you know, people who know me and love me and my, from my wife to like my parents to my, Siblings to my colleagues here, they will say that I'm hyper particular, but in the best of ways, in the sense that I'm constantly wanting the best for people, and that wanting the best and wanting the best for myself and my and my people is 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 a truth that I deal with and is a is also a harsh reality I deal with, but it's one where it keeps me moving forward in um, I hope the most positive ways. Yeah. And. Um, wow. It is a, it's, it's, it's a, um, a, a yearning drive and yes, there's some grit and perseverance and yet there's some like, there's some harshness in there, but it, I, I really believe that that has, um, forced me and driven me and shown me the way to, to at least be, um, a purpose minded and legacy minded human. I love that. I'll say with expectation comes action. There you go. 
you, you are so open you are so in tune with yourself but also the energy around you you're a very special person and only special that. people will take notice of that and use that superpower i'm going to call it a superpower because it is and you are spiritually awoke or awakened how, how would i say that you are awake and a lot of people walk around in this world wishing dreaming or even just you know walking around asleep for yeah. all i can say yes. yeah. and you are awake and you are here to spread along the message even further and further and that is your gift and that is your power so keep being hyper vigilant yeah, thank you for Whatever. filling me up like that no but seriously and i'm i'm not just just being honest no but seriously i'm just being honest yeah. um and and that's why i connect with certain people because energetically like you have this gift yeah. keep going keep thank using you. all the resources that you can and you know it's not you know we don't need the stigma of mental illness and i'm going to say mental illness yeah. because that's what prima is all about it's about creating this like family for yeah. everyone to feel accepted from that's exactly right very well articulated thank you so much yeah, i really so appreciate that i cannot thank you enough i'm so grateful for you and our time together and um guys um we are on spotify itunes apple podcasts simplecast fm and iHeartRadio. So I hope you enjoyed our little conversation we had today. Um, you probably will want to listen to it mm, probably five more times and take notes next time because there will be a pop quiz. And I would love for you guys to pop over, check out Prima. It's P-R-I-M-A. And Christopher, where can everyone follow you? Follow they can Prima. follow me at Christopher underscore Gav. You can always email me. I accept emails. Cool. Christopher at prima.co don't know what that sound is outside <laughs> hope it stops um, but christopher at prima.co and uh, you can reach out to me, us anytime you can even call into the company and uh, i'll pick up the phone and talk to you there too Woo! fabulous all right guys until next time it's been an honor it's been a pleasure kiss kiss hug hug peace love ciao whether consciously or subconsciously, you are in tune with all of your symptoms. Many of us aren't aware, but I believe we're all on the same track to being more aware of those symptoms and how our body is reacting to things. Much disease and resistance to stressful situations and environments are lingering in our bodies. Feeling those aches and pains? Yeah, it's stuck in there. I know I personally have dealt and faced intoxicating stress at times that have left me with feelings of depression and doubt. I have also learned to naturally make changes to bettering the quality of my days through the power of knowledge paired with Mother Earth's finest resources to heal. This is why I am so excited to have Prima and their informational guide on my side. To all of my JBH listeners and supporters, I hope you all got a lot of value out of this episode today. And I want to let you know, you are not alone. So I ask you that question again. How are you feeling? Really? Be truthful to yourself. That's why we are just being honest in many different forms and realities, physically and mentally. And guys, if you enjoy this episode, which I hope you did, please take a snapshot of it, send it to a friend or a family member, or shoot it out there in social media. Tag us at Just Being Honest KB. That's me. 
And I'm always here to support you. I'm always here to answer any questions you may have. Remember, you are never alone. I'm always your friend. So feel free to DM me if you have a question, a comment. Um, feel free to subscribe. It's free. Ratings and reviews are always welcome. They help me. They let me know exactly what you are tuning into and what you're enjoying and what you want to hear more of because I am so happy and grateful to be a resource to spread the knowledge and the love out there to you. And guys, as always, I appreciate you so much. Until next time, thanks for joining in. Hello, sweet beans. I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team. Yeah, KB, me. So KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life. What are you really searching for? Wait, it's not about searching. It's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start? How to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free and you'll get your first discovery call free.